Shut up and sit down. This is Delete Before Listening, a Big Daddy Jimmy V podcast edit where you never know what you're going to get. If you've made it this far, shut up and sit down and get ready for nuggets of wisdom you can't unhear. Here we go. There you go. He just said, I'm an ignorant guy and I'm Catholic in the same sentence. Jimmy, you you just lost another third of your audience. Tell you, we're gonna have the biggest exorcists in the world. They're gonna be huge. I tell you, these exorcisms. You know, we're gonna get rid of all the demons, all the possessed people. We're gonna build a wall around their soul, and we're gonna make we're gonna make Satan pay for it. Full service, self flushing, experienced human toilet. Serious inquiries only. Shut up and sit down. Anthony, you still there? Yes. Excellent, Nate. Turn off your video, damn it. I didn't know. I didn't know. Turn it off. Kill that. Turn it off. Kill that video. Okay, Uh, hang on. It'll ruin the call quality. Yes, there you go. How do I sound? I sound good? Yeah, you sound good. You're a little bit distant from your microphone, I think. Yeah, let me get a little bit closer. Hang on. There you go. Now we're sounding sexy. Oh yes. yes. So Nate, this is uh, we have on here. We have OC Anthony Peterson, uh, Octopus Caveman uh, from Twitter. Um, hey, I like your stuff. Very funny man. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome. He's uh, sitting in his four by six shed, smoking weed, drinking whiskey, and painting. So we I, I'm him. on Corona. I'm on Corona and uh, and uh, Clamato tonight. Like. I'm, I, I'm 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 getting off the whiskey, man. I'm I'm trying not to be an alcoholic anymore. Oh well, that's good. So you, so you move to like Mexican-based beers. What are you like? Just the most interesting man in the world now? <laughs> I mean, no. Like, okay, here's here's my lineup for the evening. Because I'm not a big drinker anymore. Now I just have like a couple of beers. But because of that, I have beer everywhere. And all kinds of beers because I'll just like buy a 12 pack and then I only have like two and then I go to bed. Um, so tonight I've got lined up uh, a Corona and I put some some Clamato in there. Yeah. And then I've got a Height, H I T E, which I buy at the 99 cent store. How uh, much? Height uh, is that not like a Miller Light, but it's off brand. Dude, uh, yeah, it's it's like 99 cents for a 12-pack. <laughs> they have this stuff called Rockdale Light there that is $3 for 24 of them. And then uh, they even Do have, like, remember? awesome alcoholic names. Like, they had one that was called Anytime Light, and then they had, like, Easy Days was, like, a type of beer, too. It's all fucking terrible. It sounds like where King of the Hill was, like, set. <laughs> it's, um... It's pretty awesome. So yeah, I just have like basically the beer leftovers that I grabbed and and put it's in a, a box and carried out to my shed. That and lots of weed. Yeah, but it doesn't take much for me, man. I'm like a teenager. Like one little hit, especially that Galaxy joint you got me, man. It was like one little hit, and I went to space, and then I'd be like, "Fuck, it's like it's been four hours." Yes, but you produced a painting that you sold to a screenwriter from it. So that's that's true. That happens. 
It's the good. Is he gonna is he gonna base a script on the painting, or was it just a pure artistic like, hey, I like that. I want to put that in my house. Move. Um, I don't know. Like, I just I like to to paint stuff, and uh, you know, I don't know. Well, I, he, I like, uh, the 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 purchase of it was a hey, I like what you did. I'm gonna put it in my house. Oh, perfect. See, Jimmy knew what I was talking about. Yes, yes, yes. The purchase of it, but. In terms of yeah. what, what Anthony paints, uh, it it you know whatever comes out comes out. Yeah, I never I, I never have any ideas at all. I just kind of screw around with paints and have fun. That's not the great to it. Yes, yes. Whose vibrator was that? Uh, was that your vibrator, Anthony? Yeah, it was my it was my phone vibrating on me on the table. Put your put your Kiru jo- joy me whatever the fucking magic Hitachi wand. Put it away, man. <laughs> I totally <laughs> could see that too. Now a- Anthony was just uh, starting in on a a story that mm-hmm. uh, he had uh, a, a script he had written about uh, the need for uh, of, of winning an assistant. Uh, on a radio station show, uh, and we were just diving into uh, where were we leaving off at the history of the. Um... Ah. Sorry, I had to I had to put my phone on vibrate. Your magic wand is wanding. That was mine. My turn. Yes, but we were just discussing various uh, tropes as to where it could go uh, with the script. Mm-hmm. But again, a script fifteen years old. Written in the throes of passion. <laughs> 15, let's see, 15 years ago, 2003, what's, what, what was big happened in 2003? American Idol was all the rage. Um, I think Charlie Sheen was still famous. Yeah, yeah, West Wing was uh, still on, I think. Well, uh... still on. <laughs> we had a respectable president in our midst, so... Yeah, on TV. Wait, was that the Bush years? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the I'm, second, I'm the a second. bush man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bush man. <laughs> you, do you guys remember back in the bush years where everybody was like, oh, my God, he's like the worst president. He <laughs> was the butt of every like, joke. Man, he was – wish we could go back to the bush years now. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, I've seen a lot of people who are like very conscientious of that. Like, oh no, he was very bad. Don't don't forget how bad he was. I mean, the war in Iraq was all his fault. But uh, no, I mean by comparison, yeah, he can't help but it's goofus and gallant at this yeah. point. It's uh... fuck. You better cut this, man. I'm so sick of hearing about Trump like anywhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, uh... I'm I'm, I'm kind of just fucking like so trumped out like. At some point, I'm like, I know he's awful, but can we just like, like, let's talk about music, man? You know, like, yeah. can you ever get that yeah, right. with, with people? You're just like, Jesus, like, at some point, yeah, you gotta it's like, just, oh, like, what's what's the new thing that's gonna get him this week that doesn't end up getting him, and then we just forget about because something new happens. Oh yeah, it... so throw another yeah. log on the fire. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. Just, like, I've gotten logs. to the point where it's like, I I I'm aware he's terrible, like, and I know I get it. It's bad, and it's all very serious stuff. But I have such strong Trump fatigue that I'm like, could we please just like talk about aliens or weed or fucking, 
you know, like space. Yeah. And like, I really feel like collectively as a nation, if we just kind of focused on that, it might be good for us. And I know the argument is like, well, you got to be vigilant. You know, we got to fight these people and like what they're doing. But also, I think maybe just like focusing on other stuff could be good for our spirit. Yeah. No, yeah. Flip the microscope around and just kind of take a breather and focus on the immediate zone around you because it's Dude, easy to get worked up on that. I was on uh, Google News the other day and I was just scrolling through and it, like, of course, all the headlines were Trump related. And I yeah. was like, like, I can't I can't look at this. I, I'm going to go read some technology news. And it's like I clicked on the technology tab in Google News and it's like Trump says Elon Musk is a fucking loser. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, like I can't escape him. <laughs> Entertainment news, Stormy Daniels, porn star, like Jesus Christ, like, you can't you can't avoid it. He is all things. But I don't remember that fervor about George Bush. It was like, yeah, he's I'll, the stupidest I'll guy in the world and he's evil. But I didn't go to yeah. the news and be like, yeah. here's George Bush saying that fucking Steve Jobs is a pussy, you know? Yeah, no, if, if if fucking George W. Bush had a porn star come out, if Jenna Jameson came out and said, hey, that little fucking forest elf of a man, George W. Bush, came to my hotel room and offered me uh, – offered to do blow off my boobs, uh, I said no, and he paid me off. That would, If that had happened to George W. Bush, that would have been a fucking scandal to end all scandals. But this is just, uh, what, February, March? This is just March. For us. Dude, the thing yeah. is, scandal all the time is easier yeah. to filter out than one scandal. My and favorite. I truly really believe true. it. I think that, like, like you know, like Richard Nixon, I want to sound like a dick here, but I think he was a pretty decent president when you look at, like, all of what he did. But he's remembered for Watergate because he's a weird dude and he did a weird thing and it got Shame. way out of control. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he, but he, Trump, he it's going to be scandal. It's going to be scandal all the time. So he'll just be remembered as like a president that some people really liked, other people really did not like. There won't be the one like defining scandal. Like it's all going to it's going to boil down to where we are next season on Roseanne. Whatever they're talking about on Roseanne next season is going to be obviously the tastemaker of this country. Dude, I love Roseanne. I haven't seen the new one though. Oh my god. I refuse. You're I love Roseanne. I, I love that show, the first show. I well, think she's brilliant. Here's the thing. I missed out on the Roseanne years. I was in yeah. college. I was doing my own thing, you know, and all of that stuff. So I never watched Roseanne. I never had the opportunity to. Nor yeah, time for no John Goodman's. Nah, man. Trying to get we, into were, we were fucking learning and shit and, you know, putting on productions and doing our own thing. So... I mean, the only show that I remember watching during all that time was uh, Star Trek Voyager on Sunday nights at like 11 o'clock or something. That's it. Didn't watch anything. That's the... didn't, didn't do anything. So I missed out on 90s television, and all I ever got of Roseanne was what was going on in the news, which was, hey, look, she screeched the national anthem and grabbed her crotch and spit. So everybody's <clears throat> against her. You know? I thought that was funny as a kid watching that. I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get you, Roseanne. I stand with you. I stand with Roseanne. I do, man. I love Roseanne. Like, unironically, I love her and I fucking love Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi's my girl, man. Whoopi. 
Did you ever see her one woman show that she did? Oh yeah, she's fucking brilliant. She's brilliant. Yeah. 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 yeah she's she's, she's, like, she's just crazy now. She's late in life, crazy chick, crazy. But she yeah, was that's, like a yeah, brilliant yeah. stand-up and like a great actress and stuff. Like she's sure, just yeah, so she's crazy and overshadowed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, an Oscar and a Tony. Fucking EGOT, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Whoop a. Yeah, she's uh, she reminds somebody that I think patterned a lot of their comedy after her in terms of their stand-up and doing different characters. John Leguizamo. Dude, I don't know why, but I'm I'm not a fan of that guy one bit. But he did a the one man show too, and it ran on HBO forever. It was like three years. Johnny likes this stand. So yeah. you're not you're not a Leguizamo fan, huh? Really? No. It, the best thing he ever did, in my opinion, was uh, the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that fucking Spawn, him and Spawn as the Violator. Oh yeah. That's yeah, yeah. a that whole performance is exquisite acting. Like he, I mean, yeah, the character calls for something of that nature, a performance of that sort of, uh, you know, sleaze, but. Boy, yeah. did he chew that up. Oh, yeah. He, uh, I, I, he's probably a little underrated in the in the acting department, because that's, that's up there with, like, Tim Curry as uh, Pennywise. Like, Yeah, totally. It, it needs I mean, it. To, yeah, I mean, to be fair, Tim Curry's Pennywise gave me more of a, like, a primal dread, whereas Violator gives me sexual dread that I don't, I don't, I can't comprehend yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. He has that that uncle, uncle with the the basement that locks on the outside kind of vibe. Do you think every president jerked off in the White House? Well, hell yeah. I mean, the ones that still could. Yeah. Like you had, to, yeah. So like, not FDR. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously not FDR. Taft. <laughs> I just went to, straight to the guy who couldn't walk. <laughs> I don't yeah, think, I don't think, think you have uh, to, though. Yeah, but before the before like I'd say 1900s. I, I mean, think... day one, you don't think John Adams was like, "Holy fuck, I'm the most powerful man in the world right now," and he just no, whips out a bottle. See, back then, you that's the thing. Back then, we were new kids on the block. We didn't have shit to yeah. fucking back us up, so we weren't... no time to jerk off. No time for jerking off. We no, had a and... country to. And it was fucking, it was like a job. It wasn't like they would walk down the streets and people would, you know, mob them, you know, like fan-wise. Oh, my God, it's John Adams. He's the president. It was like, so hey, Mr. President, what the fuck are you doing out here? Get the fucking work. So by that logic, you're saying around the time of Teddy Roosevelt is when our presidents were more. Yeah, yeah. See, bring Thank Teddy you. into it. Teddy, Teddy actually had panache. He had appeal. Yeah. He had swagger. I guarantee you Teddy jerked off in the White House. It's so yeah, weird. I would schedule that. Writer. It would be like day one. Like, I'm walking in, and, uh, yeah, like, I'm going to have that. And, like, I would make it a big press event, you know, outside of the White House. and be like, I'm going to go break this bitch in. And then I, you know, <laughs> go behind doors. And when I come out, I'd expect him to be there cheering for me, you know? One day I remember Teddy came out onto the Rose Garden, literally, and then finished the rest of his speech. It was you, should have, you, you should have to tribute the official portrait of the previous president as president. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like your secret service watches you. Like we can't leave it to you, to do this, sir. <laughs> it's in the constitution. <laughs> picture Trump doing that, just like lighting the portrait of Obama on the ground. I, yeah. I brought one pre-soiled from home. Man, I wonder how it's got to be really hard to get cum tributes on the internet if you're an ugly dude. So tributes for you? Yeah, it, I'd have a hard time. I'll bet. I don't know if I could get them, but it's no, so I easy. Think, like you if you're an ugly if girl, that, if that wide-eared, goofy-ass-looking dork that shot the kids at Parkland. You've seen his ass on the news and then the coverage. And nah, shit. I don't watch the news anymore, man. Nah, he's getting, yeah, he's getting love letters. TV. Oh, yeah, he's getting love letters. This dude is fugly. I mean, all I, you, all look, I get, you like, look good next to him. and Like, he's Prince Charles. You would be like Channing Tatum standing next to Prince Charles. I legit get my news from Twitter now, and all I know is that people are outraged all the time. <laughs> what else do? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's so mad. <clears throat> Everybody. Everything, always. Yeah, you know, everything is bad. Everything sucks. Um, I mean, it's hard to to get out of that mindset. You know, I want to like things. I want to find things to like about some things, but you can't help it. Because I remember, like, with Ready Player One, when that when the first trailer for that movie dropped, I remember feeling hyped for it. I remember there was a feeling of hype of like that first imagery dropped, and people are like. Huh, maybe this movie's gonna be something pretty cool. Yeah. And then maybe two months before the movie, on Twitter, just suddenly people started mocking the shit out of it. And Dude, like So the the Ready Player Player One trailer, is that yeah. not just the uh, World of Pure Imagination song slowed down? Oh it is, yeah. It's the it's uh the Willy Wonka thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought for sure it was. I saw it and I was like, fuck, that's Willy Wonka. Yeah, they I just been didn't doing know that. if it was just me. Trailers have been doing that for the last couple of years where they'll take a, like a well-known song and either play it in minor key or just play it by piano by itself and then have a, a very solemn female voice singing slowly the words that you thought you knew. Now are you That's talking, a pretty that's you, a brilliant move for Ready Player 1 though, right? Did, like did, doesn't that Are you talking Ready Player 1 or are you talking the new Westworld trailer? No, I'm talking Ready Player One. It's like oh, it's good. like more of a fanfare playing it, but it's the same notes, you know? It's just yeah, like Yeah, no, bah, it was definitely bah, bah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. It, no, it starts that, that trailer starts with it and then But it's it those three notes and it's evocative and, and given the yeah. nature of the movie, I could see them like Spielberg like, why don't we do something like this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that movie that's definitely what that movie tries to do. Well, like I said, Westworld does it in the trailer, and I don't know if you guys watched Westworld Season 1 at all, but the the piano in the bar was always playing contemporary, you know, know, heart-shaped box, uh, you know, things like that on the piano was playing contemporary music and uh, slower and just like you guys were saying from Ready Player One. They should have just got Richard Cheese. Like, that would have been uh, that would have been amazing. I saw Ready Player One. My favorite one today. part of Westworld is when they had the Chuck E. Cheese band play. That was that was a great cameo. Did they really do that? No. no. Oh, but fuck. That been you funny. saw Ready Player One? <laughs> yeah, I saw it today. I did, yeah. How was it? 
fucking awesome. I loved it. I think Jimmy, Jimmy and I seem to have very polar. I mean, I don't hate it. I just, I thought it was a very, um, my thing is it's a generic movie that its only personality is the fact that it has all these fucking pop culture figures mentioned. Is, and is Snarf in it? Because I feel no. like Snarf, Snarf not, could not really that I know him. <laughs> he could have been. Not, he could have been in the big battle. <laughs> yeah. Could have um, been, yeah. I liked it. You know, the the. I've There's read a lot the, to like. It's a likable. I, I, I read the book too, so I am. And I'm, I definitely felt like as somebody who hadn't read the book that that movie did not do it justice. Would you agree, Jimmy? Uh, you know what? It's different. Uh, than yeah, the book. They already wrote a book about that. It has been a book for at least the last like I want to say eight. Yeah, nine, nine, years. nine years. That was I just think, a bad but, joke. Uh, that was, that was, was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that was like me watching Ready Player One. Like they referenced Stephen King at one point, like the the movie that was based on a book written by Stephen King, and I was like in the audience going, oh, "What?" Yeah, there there were certain things, and I mean, obviously because you know Stephen was directing it and producing it, so he got his hands on basically anything he could, um, property wise. Everything he could. Oh yeah. He got he got his hands on a lot of stuff, but they had a lot of CG stuff that was in there that was um, yeah really good. I thought from a, from for the movie. So like, did you ever is there like a Wreck It Ralph? Ralph? I yeah. did not catch Wreck It Ralph. I have a four year so of course I have. Yeah. So, okay, so think of Wreck It. You know when he goes into the, like the game terminal and there's all the video game characters everywhere. Yeah. It's a lot like that, just on cocaine. So it's like is everywhere like a, you go, there's a fucking character behind somebody. I heard it, I heard Spielberg referenced uh, Jurassic Park a lot, but did he also reference Schindler's List, like, at all? Because I feel like that could yeah. be a bummer. Yeah, there was a little girl in the middle of all of it going, Goodbye, Jews! Goodbye, Jews! Oh, man. Jews. <laughs> oh, man. Goodbye, Jews! I watched that movie for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and that's a fucking sad movie. <laughs> it's a heavy watch, yeah. Where is the chicken? Man, we brought up the Holocaust and really fucking yeah. brought this place down. <laughs> yeah. But now, Ready Player One, I, I, it's, it's definitely a Spielberg movie. You know, Spielberg doesn't technically make a bad movie. Even his, even his bad movies are still somewhat enjoyable. Like, whoa, what are his bad <laughs> movies? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Hook is arguably kind of a bad movie. You know, the only things that really bring that movie out are John Williams and Robin Williams, the Williamses. I'm um, not on board with hating on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, by the way. I think that's a good movie, and I think that the really? aliens make sense within the Indiana Jones universe. Yeah, but... You know, it's like, I, I, I remember reading about earlier drafts of the script that were meant to be more of like a B-movies feel, a B-movie feel to that, like with... All of them were! All of them are, you know. All but yeah, no, you're silly. right. That's a fair point. That's Indian a fair point. Indian gods I, exist. I, like, like right. the Christian god exists. Like, it, like it's it's a bizarre universe. I think Aliens was just like the next step, and it's like, oh, cool. I yeah, he that, started. That, this is a really fun movie. Fighting fucking Nazis. Unless they were Nazis from space, that would have just held, tied it all together. If, if he could have just left out getting blown up with an atomic bomb inside a refrigerator and surviving that. If he could have I just fucking love that. deleted that whole little bit 
It would have been so interesting. Sledlined, man. In my brain, it made perfect sense. And also, that actually, Indy yeah, is kind I, of immortal. It makes because sense. he drank from that cup. I get it. It makes sense in that, but yeah, he would have been. Uh, he, he, oh, crushed a bit. Crushed a bit. Yeah, yeah. He, he was shaken, not stirred. <laughs> well, okay. Think about it this way. Not only did he drink from the cup of the true Christ, he also <laughs> has done a lot of favors. For God, both the Christian God and like Shiva, I think. So um, I mean, the Ark of the Covenant, Jewish God, right? Yeah, like I, I don't know. I think Indy, you could have him live through anything and just relate it back to like, oh yeah, he drank from the Holy Grail. Like he's he's a pretty <laughs> lucky dude. He did drink from the Holy Grail. That uh, that is one of his things. But the power does not extend beyond the the seal great seal so it's true if you pass the seal you lose the power as we learn guys i haven't um I'm yeah so he won't be immortal immortal forever but i could buy it as like <laughs> well he's still pretty lucky he still did some sweet <laughs> shit for god right right you know he's on the side of the righteous like you know that yeah. night gave him the like wave like god is pretty stoked on indy so i could see god like i don't know you know uh, you know, some angels run up to God, and they're just like, fucking Indiana Jones is about to get hit with a fucking nuclear bomb. And he's like, fuck, I, I make him, I don't know, put him in the refrigerator, and I'll make a miracle happen, and we'll just throw him from the blast zone. Like, God, you know, we, you we don't owe understand. him one. You don't understand, God, he, he almost had the, the, the Holy Grail. He was about to grab it, but then he decided not to, and his bond with his father became so much stronger. God, you gotta understand. You gotta save his life. Indy is, uh, he, he has a few favors, you know? He's been a righteous man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But the thing is, nowadays, <laughs> with like the Me Too movement, it would come out that he's banging all of his students, and he would be a fucking pariah in spite oh, of yeah. all of that. Oh, yeah, he would totally. I mean, the the whole, like, thing with the girl in the first movie where she's like, love you, and, like, all flirtations. Yeah, the Me Too movement would have had him up, and she was so young, you know? Abner's Harrison daughter. Ford! Through the hills of India with a six-year-old child? Right. And you let him drive? Abner's daughter. All right, was... so so karmically, with like the favors he's done to God, uh, he's, <laughs> he's even now. <laughs> so from all the grave robbing he's done, and the fil- like, the womanizing he's done, and the endangering of children's lives that he's done, he's he's you know righted enough cultural differences, and you know stopped enough Nazis to be on the right side of heaven. That's fair. He's like heaven can wait. Do you do you? Think... I am. Yeah, do you think we'll no, ever really see a? Uh, do you ever think? Do you ever think we'll see a, a, a lawsuit, a sexual harassment lawsuit from uh, um, Miss Money Penny against oh, Jane? She could, she could hate, totally do it. I hate to be the asshole who's like, you know, she was asking for it, but you watch those fucking movies and she was asking for it. Like she really wanted that 007 inch dick, you know? Like she uh, maybe, maybe. But I, you know, she was married. Every, and, I mean, granted, everybody else, every other woman that like that fucking uh, James Bond guy encounters in that franchise. Oh hell yeah, there are a lot of un, unwanted advances. But as far as she money, wanted his 007 inches. Yes. <laughs> All uh, up in her money, Punani. Do Do you think <laughs> this is terrible? But let, let me ask I need you a rim so, shot there. <laughs> you, 
you know we've got. I mean, you, you've got all these names from you know Pussy Galore and yeah. uh, Cynthia Goodhead from Moonraker, and you know you have all these <coughs> horribly sexist names that are. Ooh, happen. I saw the best one on Facebook the other day. It was uh, it, it was an actual person named uh, Linda Holden Cox. <laughs> Was that a maiden or married name? I I think she was, hyphenated was, it. So her maiden name was Holden and she married Cox. Yeah. So she's Holden, Holden Cox. Cox. Yeah. Holden. I want to know, you know, there's like all these weird last names and you go back with the origin and it's like, well, you you know you're you're Anderson because you were the son of Anders, you know. Right. And then uh, you there's Smith like Smith. You yeah, you were a blacksmith. Man. Where did the name Dickinson come from? Ooh. Oh, we don't talk about that. You don't. We you don't weren't the that. son of Dickin, right? Like even that, then, that sounds... like my name is Dickin. Like if you're not. <laughs> almost like a really weird Monty Python bit where you just you cut back to like ancient ancient England or like a like old yield England 1573. It's like, hey Richard, what are you doing? And oh my god. <laughs> but even if you go like the Nordic spelling, where it's like, oh Anderson because you're the son of Anders, Swanson because you're the son of Swan. Dickin would be the worst first name because he would be like Dickin Anderson. I'm son of Dickin. Son of Dickin. I just, I was looking at Bruce Dickinson's name today and I was like, man, that's a fucking weird last name. Isn't you it? watching Isn't some uh, throwbacks to That's Incredible? Watching some old no, I was, Incredible uh, Bruce, episodes? I was reading about Iron Maiden. Bruce Dickinson's the lead singer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Bruce Dickinson's <laughs> the lead singer. I was thinking John, J- John Dickinson. Former... Is he that guy in the fucking sweater? I think, yeah, he's the former football player guy that was on That's Incredible, I think. Oh, man, that's incredible. Like, that's such bad TV. Only people of our generation that, like, there was nothing else on and nothing else to do will remember shit like that. Like him yeah. and, like, Hugh Hauser, Skippy Lowe, all of those dudes. Hugh <laughs> Hauser. Wow. Oh, yes. That dog is eating an avocado. Look at <laughs> Look at that. Oh, boy. Amazing. Now, now, you mean to tell me you make this lemonade right here? <laughs> in this here lemon grove? <laughs> <laughs> We're here in Modesto, California. Can you say that? Modesto? Dude, the worst the worst one I ever saw was when he goes to uh, Bombay Beach in the Salton Sea, which oh. is just like a, a bombed out poison lake. Today we're going to do crystal meth. No, he it's goes amazing. out there. And he's got, like, he's got like the sheriff of the town and the mayor, and they're walking around. And it's just – it's obvious to the people that live there. They're like, we know we live in a shithole. And Hugh's yeah. just like, now, now this is interesting sand. This sand doesn't feel like any other sand I've <laughs> ever felt. And the mayor is just like, well, Hugh, this Gunshots is actually the, the uh, <laughs> this is the bones of all of the fish that were in the lake and died when it became toxic. And he's like, well, that's interesting. And you're like, man, that's like 
a depressing ass story about pollution and toxicity. And they're like ashamed to admit it. And he's just like, wow, let's talk about yeah, like, he, what's going on over here. And like, well, there's a lot of poverty here, Huel. And, you know, <laughs> even though we only live in trailer homes, some people can't afford to maintain them. So you get, you know, what you're looking at there. And he's like, well, I got to say from an artistic uh, standpoint, this is this is beautiful. And like, Jesus, dude. Yeah, uh, our, our lake is so polluted that uh, all the fish have AIDS. Wow, that's California they're, gold. They're all dead. There's no fish that live in there. They cannot live there. It is terrible. That's amazing. <laughs> I was that's working out there once. California gold. In Bombay Beach, they have a liquor store in a trailer. Oh, yeah. That is so next level where you're like that's stepping trailer through a single wide. <clears throat> <clears throat> It's it's pretty fucking incredible. Oh, that being said, yeah. I don't know why I can't take my eyes off that fucker when he's on like PBS. I just watched it like hours and hours of that shit because it was just he'd go cool places. It's kind of like you know it's Mr. Rogers. Yeah, he just yeah he'd be like we're going to a jelly bean factory and you'd be like well I mean I gotta stay tuned for this. Right. <laughs> I, I gotta see what he's get, what we're gonna find out about jelly beans. Maybe there's something I don't know. Oh man. He did, <laughs> He did a great one at, like, a cloth diaper facility that was amazing. <laughs> it was so good because everybody's embarrassed to be on camera working at this facility. They basically, like, you order these cloth diapers. It's like uniform supply. They right. drop off uh-huh. at your house, like, a pack, packet of cloth diapers. You dirty uh-huh. them up. You put them in the, like, little bag, yep. and then you just leave the bag on your porch, and they swap it out. But just wow. him, just like, so you, this is where they wash the diapers. And you're like, oh, my God, nobody wants to be on camera doing this job. More, so more, people have less, Chipotle shits in those? Wow. Much less sorting the diapers. People in know. the 80s had an easier time coming out to their families than they did telling their families that they worked as a shit washer at a diaper job. <laughs> it's true. But, oh. The pension was so good. <laughs> you know, every that. single person who had that job lied to their friends and said they worked in the office. Right. And they, they had real soft hands. Boy, did they smell bad. Yeah, they, they couldn't hide the smell, though. That was the problem. I'll bet it was the worst to have. Uh, I was thinking about this today. Could you imagine having like diarrhea in the era when you had to ride everywhere on horseback? Oh, my God. Oh, I, I mean, think, I'm pretty, I think it was. Uh, I think it was pretty standard back then. Yeah, I was gonna say. I would assume pretty much everything back then gave you diarrhea. The water gave you diarrhea. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there was no diarrhea because everybody just had yeah. it. It was just normal. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, I, I didn't shit it all today. I, I'm a little worried. Man. Oh yeah. Just not normal. Not shit. Everything <laughs> just shit everything. I was thinking today, what if you could get diarrhea so bad that instead of coming out like. Like water, it actually just came out like a mist, uh, you know, like a cloud where you're just on the toilet and it doesn't even stay in the toilet. It like rises up rider. around you, <laughs> so you look like pig. You look like Pigpen from Charlie Brown with just a mist. <laughs> of, of oh, you did me eek. <laughs> that would be the worst. That would truly be an affliction. Regular diarrhea yeah. feels bad, but next time you have diarrhea, you're going to think about this, and you're going to be like, man, I'm pretty man, grateful. I only made it to the liquid level. 
She's like aerosolized diarrhea. Gas. gas. <laughs> Is our farts just like gas diarrhea? <laughs> you're the escaping of methane in your inge- intestinal tract. <laughs> so I got a great, I got a great fart story. Uh oh, here we go. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> okay, first, <laughs> I had terrible farts at like a Walgreens once. Uh-huh. And uh, I, was, I was walking around the Walgreens with my ex wife, and she was just like, oh my God. Like, they were just like those quiet, horrible ones where she'd just smell them, and I'd be like, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> so, so we're standing like looking at shampoos, and they're like, I let one go. And then I'm like, like we, we're going to move down a little bit. And like, I kind of nudge her down and we start looking at some other shampoos. Well, a lady walks right to where I was just standing and decides she needs a shampoo from the bottom shelf. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So she She's gets on her me. knees to like, and grabs one to like, look at the ingredients on the back. So she's just like in it. She's in it to win it. She's like living inside of she my She doesn't fart. open up the lid to smell it, does she? <laughs> she is occupying my fart at this moment. Nice. <laughs> and she's looking at the ingredients. And then like, I see her do that double take where like her face goes weird. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> and then she just puts it back on the shelf and like kind of stands up and walks right the fuck out of the store. <laughs> like my fart was so bad it made her forget she needed shampoo. <laughs> I, I I'm the least. I don't know why, but I'm the least. I do believe I okay. do believe the fart was so bad that she put the shampoo back. Stood up, walked immediately outside the store, went, got in her car, drove home. Went and wrote a negative Yelp review. No, went, drove home. (laughs) Fucking Walgreens smells like farts. Went, drove home, walked into her house, opened the safe, pulled out a gun, and killed herself. So that wasn't even even the fart story I was going to tell you. What I was going to tell you was, I was one time at one of those little ones where it's just like a shack they have next to their garage okay um so i went there and i was buying cigarettes so i went inside and i was buying cigarettes and i let out one of those like kind of quiet farts or you know uh-huh. kind of like like just shift a little bit but you, you squeeze it out and it, right. it took me by surprise and i was like oh man so i'm gonna have a pang you know and it's a chip card thing and i'm standing there like paying and a guy walks in behind me <laughs> and he was this Mexican dude. He walks in and he's just one of those dudes that apparently blurts out whatever comes to his mind. So he opens oh, no. up the door and he goes, Man, fucking smells like farts in here. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I finished paying and just tried super hard to hold it together until I could get out to my car because I don't think laughing in his face would have been the best move. No, probably not. <laughs> That's how you get a punch in the face. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine? That would be an epic win. Like, I would declare you the king of farts if you got punched in the face for farting. <laughs> One time this guy farted so bad he got punched. He got knocked right out. <laughs> you would be the Gretzky of farts forever if you had that story. Like, I farted so bad in a gas station I got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> he was robbing the store and he stopped <laughs> my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I fart, I'm going to declare myself the king of farts. I farted so bad I made a woman forget she needs shampoo. That's pretty yeah, good. That's <laughs> pretty good. That is pretty good. I'm She's like, you know what? Fuck it. 
Yeah. I wasn't a fan of the prices. Here. But now I don't want, now I'm not a fan of the smell. <laughs> the funny thing is she really needed to she really needed that shampoo after occupying my fart for a couple of seconds. Yeah, that, right. that's, that's, she needed it worse than ever. She needed more stay. than more than shampoo, she needed detox. It's gonna linger. Yeah, she's gonna need one of those hazmat teams to come hazmat in and scrub, scrub it down. Yep. Hose yeah. Doesn't, sh- doesn't shampoo kind of sound like uh like the fool's gold of of poop? Like shampoo is one of those like plastic poops you buy at a novelty store. <laughs> it's a shampoo. Yeah. Holy <laughs> oh, crap! Could you ever imagine somebody finding one of those fake poops and being disappointed it wasn't real? Oh damn! I wanted this for my. They're out there. Pretty funny bit, right? <laughs> ah, it's just plastic. Son of a bitch! How this? Who is a shampoo? Uh, totally shampoo. Mm-mm-mm. Not conditioned for that. What else has been happening, Nate? What's been going on in your world? Um, I don't know. Not much since I saw you last with that fat man that we yeah, had to right? since it was like, bail out of. Yeah, that was uh, – I'm curious to how much longer it went on after we left. So. Well, I'm sure there was a Q&A session after that. So at, least, it, it must... at, at least another 15, 20 minutes easily. At least. At yeah. least. But, yeah, I was, I was very surprised that uh, – Kevin felt the need to fill that much content with somebody who had that little to do with Batman or and comics. That, and that little to say either. I mean, I, yeah. I, just, I just was kind of... Who like, was it? Um, I don't really know. Uh, Lead thing- singer of of the Black, Black Veil Brides? Is that what they're yes, called? the Black Veil Brides uh, metal band. Uh, that- so I guess Kevin saw a photo of this on Instagram wearing a Batman cowl or something, and he goes like... Oh man, I better get this guy on my fucking show. I, I, I gotta fill content somehow. So yeah, I'm you know, not sure nothing. where that guy came from. Man, I'm gonna start tweeting about Batman so Kevin feels the need to have me on his show. Yeah, that's a hard <laughs> no. You just gotta get some tattoos and you gotta speak eloquently enough so that he can compliment your parents. Oh, by yeah. thus- I have the worst tattoos. <laughs> black giant black heart tattooed in the center of your chest. And my ex's name. Is, oh. it, is that underneath the heart? It's above it. <laughs> oh, I can, never you, saw uh, it. <laughs> can you cover it up or change it to something else? Like, what? what's the name? It's Karen. And I went to a pl- I'm thinking about making it say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I was going to say something like, like I don't care nice. anymore. Something. Well, no. I also thought about just, yeah, like crossing it out and putting another name under it. Like, yeah. You know. How much but, but, how, how much higher is it from the the top of the heart? Is it right above it? No, it's a couple inches. Oh, okay. I was just going to say make the heart bigger and cover it up. Yeah, it would be way too big then. It would be Giant like bigger black than heart. Superman's and his, S and his on my size, chest. And his heart grew three sizes that day. Exactly. It's the height of his ex-wife's name. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really got to love somebody to tattoo their name on your body. I'll give you that much. Or yeah. really be an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. 
I mean, there's no 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 bigger fool than a drunken love. So that's that's what the uh, that's what my sponsor used to always say. Yep. Wow. Good. Well, oh, my sponsor was my sponsor was uh, OxyClean, so they were really dark. <laughs> he like his fucking tied. It was a NASCAR driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a good joke in this. Oil. Like, yeah, my sponsor was Quaker Oil. Dale Earnhardt talking about his sponsor at an AA meeting. <laughs> Budweiser's my sponsor. <laughs> what? Yeah. And they just tell me to go for it. You know, they just they give me everything I need to feel my best, and uh, they've been nothing but supportive. So I just go out there and drive for fun. <laughs> I think I think Dale was the Budweiser car, wasn't he? He was something red. Uh, at least his dad. Was. No, I'm talking. I'm talking Big Dale. I don't talk Dale Junior. Don't say that Big name. Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Big, Big Daddy Dale. Yeah, he is Budweiser. Hell yeah. I've never but, watched a moment but, of NASCAR. But, I don't know. I don't know NASCAR. That is no pop culture like that. I, the only thing I know about NASCAR is I was in that NASCAR casino once in Vegas. Like that's hey, where I've gotten all my NASCAR info. I know something about NASCAR. It's all about <laughs> turning left. Yeah. And a. Hell yeah. <laughs> Making that left-hand turn. Do you think if they changed it and they were like, hey, guys, like, you know, we're, we're going to go. make it. They're going to turn right for a couple of years. Do you think, like, fans would riot? I mean, they, you got to think about the fan base here. They would probably riot for far less. Like, we got a tradition of leaning to the left. Yeah. I mean, you, probably those cars couldn't handle it. The cars probably can't even turn right. That's true. All, I you know, guarantee you the drivers would have crash. a hard time. Yeah, they just—they're not used to it. It's like you it's like when an Yeah, you could take. Yeah, yeah. If if there was any kind of track changing, suddenly you're looking at more of a European style race format. You know where they the course is long and windy, and it's not just one. It would take circle. at least six years to mentally recondition these drivers. These. Top tier athletes, mind you, it would take years to scientifically train and reprogram these men. These top specimen athletes, again, need time to adjust to a change like that. Oh, yeah. Can't underestimate these athletes. These guys are in their prime. I'm talking really good stuff. Tony Stewart, that guy's got pectoral muscles that you wouldn't believe. I from wouldn't know. That yeah, I don't even know who the fuck that is. You said Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart I don't know, Tony Stewart I don't know if that's your friend or a celebrity. <laughs> no, he was a driver who killed a guy once. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, he so was, was driving a, joke a puppy. And we just totally didn't get it because we're done. Yeah, yeah, no, he killed a guy on, a puppy, on like one of so those fucking like, he, desert tracks. He's the – I can't even recall the name. Who was the wrestler that did that? I was going to say he's the, that guy of NASCAR. Oh, uh, Chris Benoit. Chris yeah. Benoit. He's – Annoyed rage killed his whole family. Edit edit this, Jimmy. What? Tony Stewart is the Chris Benoit of NASCAR. And then you guys laugh, and then we've got a clean edit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! We nailed it, you guys. (laughs) Yes! One and done. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, Chris Benoit, oh my God. I remember watching wrestling back when Chris Benoit was wrestling, and I always knew that guy was just fucking crazy on steroids that you yeah back in the day it was a combo of roids and coke yeah oh yeah you couldn't have his intensity 
inside the ring or, or uh, you know, whenever he had screen time, you couldn't have that kind of intensity without it being With- fueled by drugs. The Ultimate Warrior basically screams every word he says and does full interviews. Oh, yeah. But the Ultimate Warrior, he's just psycho. He really is. I mean, he's either the world's greatest actor or the world's greatest cocaine abuser. (laughs) Yeah, he's something, but he's... he's There's no way what he says is scripted. I mean, I've watched hours of his like intros and promos and just like to the power of the warrior and that will be <laughs> to the heaven you know he's just every word is screamed and just screamed into the heavens while he flexes uh-huh. and it's like almost it's almost um like like naive poetry it's like the jock jams of poetry yeah. In the Venn diagram of the greatest actor of all time and the greatest cocaine abuser of all time, right in the middle, I would say, is Nicolas Cage. Well, that's a pretty good one, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's up there. He's, up there. he's one of those Macho dude. Man? Come on now, Macho <laughs> Man? Remember when Nicolas Cage got, like, arrested with his son for drunken public, like, both of them? In, like, yeah, and his son's like a metalhead, too. His son looks like he fucking <laughs> came up in the apocalypse. Nick Cage looks like he does coke with his kids. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, it's better that they do it in the house and not, you know, when I'm not there. I'm more of you a cocaine protector. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a children protector with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird that, that um, uh, yes. you, like, probably you and I, have impressions that we can do of people that are dead. Like when I was a kid, I did a great George Burns impression, like a little kid version of it. And now okay. nobody knows who the fuck that is. Oh, he was God. Oh God. Yeah. I know how, yeah. I know how to like pretend to be a dead guy. That's weird. That's a weird sign of age where you're like, Oh, I've got a great impression. Like, Oh yeah. Who is it? And you're like, fuck. It was a guy who was president 24 years ago. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you get both in it. I gotta tell you, <laughs> you know, tear Did down you? this wall, Mr. Gorbachev. Mommy, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do a good uh, George Bush impression. I did like a good impression of Dana Carvey doing George Bush. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I the, know exactly. The president's mean. just like around <laughs> and talk so much that, like, you get it after a couple of years. Like, I couldn't grasp Obama. Like. For a while, but a couple of years into his presidency, you know, then you get in like, what orchards of folks, you know, like, <laughs> like whoa, okay. Sometimes it but takes a certain like key phrase to get into it. Like I remember seeing him do some video where he's like talking in the mirror and he's like, Sasha and Malia, hello, Ohio, Sasha yeah. and Malia, hello, That's pretty good. Ohio. I, all, we I, have all I ever think my, his his most famous phrase to me is. We tortured some folks. I just there's something about that that (laughs) (laughs) why folks, you know? We brought change. But we also brought airstrikes. Many, many airstrikes. (laughs) It's funny though, I mean, before he was even elected, everybody had a Trump. Oh yeah. He he that's all a lot of people like didn't really notice when he like when the campaign kind of put a spotlight on him, people are like, Oh, when is he, when was he famous? He's been in the kind of pop culture lexicon for at least the last 40 years. Yeah. I mean, I know everybody has a Trump. I don't have a Trump. Trump. 
You Jimmy, you got to kill her Trump. No, my Trump's not that good. I, they're, they're no, it's, it's pretty there. good. I mean, it's in the opening of your show, the uh, the exorcisms. <laughs> That's true. That was well, just it's out, fucking great. The moment, so. it was, uh, I think you got a great Trump, but I don't, I don't have a Trump, you know? The people uh-huh. who do him best are the people who capture the cadence, where he yeah. has the, uh, the, the slow, measured cadence while he's delivering a speech, but he goes off prompter. And you can tell when he goes off prompter when he speeds it up, right? Because he'll be like, yeah. like, uh, like, here in America, we need to do something about mermaids. Okay, you guys, mermaids are, uh, you know, they're a huge problem. Really big problem. Uh, mermaids. A lot, are, a lot of people have told me. Back on, you know. Oh, a yeah. lot of people have told me. They say, they say mermaids. You gotta take care of the mermaids. And I've been in the ocean, folks. It's it's big. The ocean, it's big. It's we huge. can't control the ocean. You know what we yeah, can't control sh- is changes is his space. focus. When he does, we can't that, you know. control things. He's so and the question like was about something through. else. Yeah, he's just like going through. This is not, you know, it's very deliberate and slow with lots of pauses. And then, okay, people, this this is the part where I give my, my director's commentary. You know, like he does that. But, yeah, yeah, the best Trump impressions, I think, do that. There's a lot of just like the, you know, there's a lot of bad impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went into a really deep pothole there. Yeah, that all happened. Hey, are you guys excited about uh, Bill and Ted's? What? Is that happening or no? Bill and Ted face the music. They've been talking about that for a long yeah. ass time. It's Did they announce? I gotta I'm ask Ed about it, man. Yeah, they did. He write it? Uh, I think the script is done. They're. I think they're gonna start filming this uh, this spring or summer. Um, but yeah, their Entertainment Weekly's got a whole thing on it. It's all over the internet right now. Dude, I gotta ask Ed about it. See what's up. That's a concept. Man. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, he, in yeah. fact, this Entertainment Weekly article, I think Ed's in it. So sweet, man. I gotta yeah. ask him about that. Be like, Do dude, it. I'll give you free paintings if you let me just like be an extra. <laughs> Come back to San Dimas where I live and, and actually film in San Dimas this time. There you dude, go, dude. I lived in San Dimas too. Yeah, I live in Laverne, so I'm like oh, right next sweet. to you. I think yeah. they filmed. I think they filmed two scenes there. I heard they filmed the whole Circle thing in, in Arizona. But yeah, the uh, Circle K, the one that's on. Uh, it's um, on uh, Benita, and right before you get to. Um, yeah, it's like Benita, right by Damien High School, and. Uh, yeah, past that, just uh, before you get to like the 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 San Diego like, City Hall and the library. I, and shit. Yeah, I swear that's the Circle K, and I've yeah, had people they, tell they me built, no, but I'm like, it looks around. like it. I think and it's because when they, they did it, there wasn't as much there. I think they're, the, the, like, that strip mall wasn't as big, but definitely now like the, there's a strip mall there. So I think I that think, was it. I think the sheriff station. There's like a sheriff station on uh, Bonita and like Railroad or something. And Maybe. I, that could be it. I, I, just, I just swear the water it looks like it. But, raging Waters. But yeah, that water park isn't really Raging Waters. They, they filmed not? that shit in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, did they? Damn, I thought it was Raging Waters. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. Unfortunately, I made the mistake of going to Raging Waters once. Uh, thinking Napoleon was going to be there. You, you still have athlete's foot? <laughs> Never again. I, there's a growth that is on my paint uh, right now that doctors uh, still can't identify. And it's all because of Raging Waters. My wife actually literally got sick from it. She she got uh, like gastrointestinal 
something. She must have swallowed some water at one point accidentally. Yeah, no, that's that's Montezuma's revenge right there. You oh, can't yeah. you can't fuck. Yeah. You, you we were there as kids when a lady died. She died on those <laughs> water slides. How? Well, did she like? Yeah, did she like not cross her arms and like? Yeah, it was something? that thing. She was a big lady, and she went down, and she like freaked out, and she slipped uh-huh. out of it. Uh, oh, it was one of those big yeah, crazy those ones. Ever since, I've never hot, been yeah. down. I've never been down any water slide like that at all. Like I quickly no, transitioned the- from little kid to fat guy, embarrassed about my body, and it saved yeah. my life because I've never died at a water park. I'm like okay. I don't want to go. You People don't want to see me. I don't. I don't want them to see me. You know, like we're we're good. I just avoid those places. I don't <laughs> no, even go I'm, on roller coasters and shit anymore. My kids I four, so I'm like carousel couple. and Ferris wheel are sweet. I went to the Raging Waters a couple times as a kid, but as a as a fat boy as well, I don't think I ever took off my shirt. <laughs> It's always, yeah. always a shirt over the fat body. See, but you know what? It's way better for you to not have that shirt. You know, like, like I've learned. Oh, did there's like, own it? You gotta own it. There's like, there's nothing, there's nothing sexier than a fat guy who's in a like a bikini, just like a fucking speedo, just like, bro, like this is just who I am. But like, I'm confident enough that you know, I'm a big Ooh, fat what about, fatty. What about what about a big fat guy in a bikini, but also wearing a hair shirt? I mean. Um, like I, I love to go down to the beach and see those old dudes. Like this makes me sound like such a such a gay boy, but uh, <laughs> like I love to see those guys just like manfully striding. Like you know, what? I go down like, to the look, beach and I go on my daddy hunt. A daddy hunt. Here's the thing: like you can be fat and still look good as long as you're tan. Is that what it is? It is. You don't. It doesn't That's look good it. to be a fat guy and like be pasty white out at the beach and have the t-shirt lines. But if you're tan. And you go out at the beach and you're a fat guy, people are just like, fuck, that guy looks all right. It's weird. <laughs> that guy's been here for a while. I yeah, tell you, it's, it's, it's true because uh, I, went, I was in Hawaii. One of the beaches that I went to um, was a clothing optional uh, offshoot of one of the main beaches. But it was the main hippie beach where all the um, people would like do bonfires, smoke ton of weed and all that stuff. But everybody was butt All without clothes. They were all butt naked, and uh, you know what? The, they looked good because they were all tan. I got busted people, for. You had some small people, but they were all tan. I got busted for being at the beach naked twice at Huntington. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's a public beach, dude. You don't, you can't do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, one was in the no. middle of the night. One was in the early, early morning. I went surfing at like five o'clock in the morning with my buddies. And one of my friends thought it was funny to, like, haul ass and take off running with all of my clothes. I was doing that move where you change under a towel. They uh, grabbed all yeah. my to- clothes and then grabbed the towel and split. And, yeah, like, uh, when when he saw the, like, beach patrol, like, pull me over for standing there naked, he came back and was like, sorry, man, we were just joking around. <laughs> I just want to see his dick, officer. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, I get it. I was thinking about this, man. Like, if uh, if you were black, right? And uh, uh, oh, if and, only. So, well, I mean, think about it. So, if you were black and you got pulled over by a cop, like, and he pulled you over for nothing, just like, like, I'm pulling you over just because you're black. Wouldn't you deny it? Deny deny what? Being black. Oh, like say you're a different race. 
Oh boy, this this joke really whiffed. Uh, this is yeah, a real it, bomb. It, it didn't go well. Yeah, it, like what are you talking us, about? It had us thinking differently. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm blaming yeah. it on you guys. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's my there, there are probably going to be listeners out there just laughing their ass off, going, "Oh, they're too stoned to get it." I fucking really <laughs> doubt it, man. You guys just answered my question about that. I'm going to scratch that joke off the list. Going <laughs> <laughs> to take that out of my top five, my type five set for the comedy store. Right, right out of my brain. That one. That's it. Got voted off the island. That went so fucking bad, and now it's going to live on forever. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. go ahead, Jimmy, edit that out. Wink. That might happen. That might happen. <laughs> Time stamp. <No. laughs> all right, let's all hold hold for edit. And we're good. Okay. Go. <laughs> and we're back. And we're black. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> I I have worse. Well, jokes what if we weren't? Oh. The thing is, like, even a bad joke like needs to happen. It like, has if you to. think of it, you have to. You, I have no way of telling if it's bad or good until I get it out there. You know, uh-huh. there's somewhere I know that maybe like the subject matter is bad, but I I gotta go for it anyway. Like, I remember <laughs> the worst joke probably I've ever made. I I had to like break it on my brother. And he was just like, that is so fucking terrible. It, like, offended him how bad it was. It was the exact – you know, normally you, you're hoping for a laugh. Maybe you get a, like, yeah, that's all right. Or, like, like, dude, that's so dumb. This is the opposite. It, like, made him mad. I was just <laughs> like, I was like uh, all right, I'll tell you, to you guys. It's so dumb. <laughs> but I was like, like, man, I just had the worst diarrhea. And I was looking in the toilet afterwards, and I was like, I don't remember eating diarrhea. <laughs> it was so bad. Peter got fucking mad at me. Like he was just that's, like, "That's a bad joke, dude." Why the fuck did you like? Why, why the fuck did you think that was funny? Like, <laughs> it was so bad, and that just—I don't think I can ever go to a comedy event again and laugh at, at comedy because you have ruined it for me forever. You ruined it, sir. You have <laughs> the, ruined it forever. His his level of anger about that joke made me workshop it. I was like, I gotta, I just, I'm like, maybe there's something there. Like, it, I got a reaction. So I remember I came back to him a few days later, and I was like, you ever have that diarrhea, and you look in the toilet, and you're like, man, I don't remember eating beach sand. And like, <laughs> and like there, was a, there was a marked improvement in his reaction, and I was like, well, this one's way grosser, because I'm making you think about when that, that consistency has happened to you. I'm making you go to the part of your brain that catalogs and remembers what your poops look like, and that's way grosser than just saying, like, <laughs> that's really the worst. I can make you access the worst part of your brain. Both of you guys just did that just now. You both went through the index, and you're like, oh, yeah, I that was probably like last April. I remember. It was like sand and, and yellow water. It was weird. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> and I made you think of that and picture it. It's actually It actually reminds me of a joke that I've heard before, variations on the same joke, being about food and being, you know. It is quite. I went variation. to the bathroom tonight. No, I, you know, I had diarrhea, but I don't remember eating Indian food. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or whatever food 
Did you pitch that to the uh, family guy writer's room? No, no, no. That, that's a joke that's been around for a while, or, you know, and it's one of those jokes that's, you know, you can substitute any... <laughs> oh, man. I, I, have, I have one that's pretty similar, uh, and it's 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 on the racial side, but I, I think it's okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mexican food... Mexican food always gives me diarrhea, but it's not a problem for Mexican people because they love diarrhea. Uh, I want to I want to go to a comedy club and bomb so bad that I'm the only one laughing at my own horrible jokes because I feel like that, if I could pull that off and capture it on video, that would be the funniest thing you ever saw in your life. A guy just hysterically cracking up in front of a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> no just all silent and just like, fuck. <laughs> well, you That's know, a good joke. A place for it at the, uh, the improv at the lab, you get on, start doing some open mic work and uh, get your way up there. True. I mean, Just get I don't know. Not with, not with your reactions. I guess this Mexican <laughs> diarrhea joke has to go. Yeah, you definitely... I'm not going to delete it from my bags. You only remember the really good ones and the really bad ones. That's so true. that one will be with me forever. I hope I can time it just right and just barely get the punchline out at the moment of my death. And they're like, wow, <laughs> fucking some last words. Because it's not a racist joke, but it's racial enough that it makes people have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's not racist if it's, a, if it's your dying words. I mean, yeah. It's not racist if it's on your deathbed, right? Uh, racism is in the eye of the perceiver. In the arms of the angels. There you go. So it might be, it might not be, but you know what? We'll have to find out next time. This has been Delete Before Listening, and you've got OC Caveman and Dark Nate Returns joining Big Dad Jimmy V. And with that, we're going to say, hey, have a good night. No. You're going to make me end on a fucking racist joke, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know it. No, this isn't fair. Well, you, you give me a better one. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, a donkey is a Mexican horse. <laughs> I believe it's like a burro. A, a burro. 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 Can't roll my arms. Burro. Burro. Churro. Yep. You ended on a bad racist joke. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I mean, it, it happens, man. It's pretty good. I like talk, that talk joke. about bombing, right? There you go. I, st I, I stand by that joke. I think it's good. Yeah, take a look. <laughs> My, uh... I have no fucking clue what's going to come out of this episode, if I'm just going to drop the whole thing or if I'm going to go chop it to pieces. I have no idea. No edits. No None. Edits. None. Just going to fucking whip it and... Whip it out and see what she says. Yeah, you fucking whip it and rip it, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's got some rough edges to it, but I'll take it in. I'll take it all. Oh, yeah, I'm just, uh, gotta sit down with Kevin coming up. Yeah, right. when is that going down, man? Right now, it's slated for Monday, April 23rd. Fuck. At his house, dude. At his house. That's awesome. Fuck. 
Oh, I, you know, part of me is like, hey, we're going to have four hours. The other part of me is going to, hey, he's going to give you 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows? How, how long did he tell you? Or is it just no, like, we, yeah, come... we haven't we haven't nailed down really <laughs> anything yet, but he's apparently going to call me from Ooh. what he kind of... From an undisclosed payphone. Uh, from, from, from his hand motions, he kind of like indicated that he was going to call me and we were going to talk about it. So I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm imagining it'll probably be the week before. Maybe like yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, Ashley will email me and say, hey, Kevin's going to call you today to talk about this. Okay, cool. And then it'll be, what do you have in mind? What do you want to do? How are we going to do this? Right. And then I'll explain to him that, hey, I've got emails and letters from people that you've impacted, and I want to share those with you in kind of shout-out format. But uh, we're going to layer in some questions as well between each uh, email so that we can have a conversation. Fuck, man. I wish you were having him on from ear to table because I loved that show. That would have been great to have him on there. Nowadays, I mean, it was fun to do, but goddamn, that show sucked my life away because it. Dude, it was so great. I loved the one with Stormy and. Oh yeah, it was. It was the fun. sound effects and shit. It was sweet. It, it was. A, it was just a, such a job to produce and such a such a chore just to get ready to do one episode. You know, I was having to yeah. do twelve to sixteen pages of material just to, for the recipes and stuff like that and talking about the food and shit. So. But I got, I got a good, you know, eight, nine episodes out of it um, for some good uh, conversations and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have fun with, with Kevin. So I think the one with Steve was weirdly one of my favorites because he was just so, like, different on there. And it was nice to hear, like, normal, like, not maniac Steve. Yeah. Midnight Smoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so knowledgeable about food and so polite and so unsteve <laughs> that it was great, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, wow. It was almost like hearing, like, Paul Rubens do an interview not as Pee-wee. You right, know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> wait, who you're like, fuck, not only is he not Pee-wee, he, like, he knows a lot about food and wine. I've never, I've never seen him like that, like even in person. I've hung out with Steve a few times, and every time he's like not that. So it was, it was cool to hear that. Duality of the web. But yeah, that, that's gonna be sweet, man. Yeah. That's gonna be cool, yeah. So, well, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me this evening, chit chatting, having fun. Thanks for having me. Always fun. good. Excellent. Yeah. I'll uh I'll put something together and drop this in the next week or so. But uh, you guys smoke a lot of weed. Have a, have yourselves a good evening. I'm you too, man. Excellent. I will talk to you both real soon. Peace. Hey Nate, man. Good good meeting you. Kind of like phone meet. Yeah, you too. Is a cool, yeah. cool talk. We'll be around. <laughs> More on social right, media and Twitter later. Peace. Hey.